0: First Corinthians 14, there's a lot in this chapter about the gifts of the Spirit, the move of the Spirit. How many of you know that's an era that we're in, the Word and the Spirit? And uh, we're going to look at a couple of verses out of this chapter that we're not going to necessarily apply it just to the move of the Spirit, but uh, some th- principles that we see here. Let's look at verse number 40, 1 Corinthians 14, verse number 40. It says at the end of all this about how to conduct services and Holy Ghost meetings and so forth. Uh, you know, um, it talks about them there in verse, Holy Ghost meetings and uh, verse 26 and so forth. <clears throat> but it, then, at the end of all of it, he says, let all things be done decently and in order. That's been standing out to me. Not necessarily when it comes to the things of the spirit, although that's definitely a big, big, a big issue. But uh, just the fact that God is a God of order. And uh, he has a way of doing things. If you go back up to the 33rd verse, it says, God is not... This is the same chapter here, 1 Corinthians 14. says, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. He's the author of peace, not the author of confusion. So you can see what he means by peace then. He says he's not the author... The Amplified says... He's not uh, a God of confusion and disorder, but a God of peace and order, the Amplified says. Uh, that's, that's, that's something that really started standing out to me, that, uh, you know, there are times that God is a God of order, first of all, and there are times that the reason things that aren't working in our lives sometimes is because things are out of order. Now, I don't mean necessarily sin, you know what I mean, but just wrong thinking about something, and so we're doing it a different way than God has divinely ordained that it be done. And yeah, uh, that's, that's what I was talking about when I said you can walk with God for thirty years and you find out, whoa, I'm I'm really, if you boil it down here, I'm out of order according to the way God really thinks about this or the way He thinks uh, it should be done. It's amazing. You know, we like to think that God and us, we're tight, you know, we, we think the same on everything. But you, 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 you keep a humble heart and an open heart and read the Word and pray, He'll show you things. That, that's not the way He designed that to be working. <laughs> so I'd like to look at this with you today if you want, if you want to still hang around for the rest of the service. He's not the author amplified of confusion and disorder, but of peace and of order. Now, let's look at a verse in the Old Testament. We'll just look at a couple of scriptures before we go any further. First Chronicles, chapter number 15, verse number 13. First Chronicles 15, verse number 13. Now, this is after... This is David. They, they get the temple built, and they're going to bring the Ark of the Covenant in. Excuse me. They, they are, uh, didn't get the temple built. Excuse me. They're going to bring it into the tabernacle. And they had already tried to do it by putting it on an ox cart. Remember that? Uh-huh. Yes. And remember the oxen stumbled, and the Ark of the Covenant started falling off, and somebody wretched up and tried to hold it up. Yes. Fell dead just like that. Yes, David's like, whoa. Yes. And, uh, and uh, so... He was very humbled by it and very reverent before God. And so they found out they were doing it wrong. And they said, well, no, God had said the priests were supposed to carry it. And there's a certain way they're supposed to carry it. That's the presence of God. How many of you know you got to handle the presence of God appropriately? Uh, But verse number, this is 1 Chronicles 15, verse number 13 that he said he's referring back to that incident where the uh, oxen stumbled, the cart was—I mean, the uh, ark was falling off, and, and a man tried to stop it there, and and died. He said, for because and, they, and so now they're doing it right. They're bringing it up now the right way, the way God told them. Priests carrying it and so forth and so on with staves and poles through it. He said because you did it not at the first. The way, in other words, didn't do it this way. The way we're doing it now. The Lord our God made a breach upon us. Look at this. For we sought Him not after the due order. Yeah. Yeah. You know, God has a, a right way and a wrong way of yeah. doing everything. Yes, and uh, you might think, well, man, He's picky. No, He's right. He's right. I said He's right. Yes. And uh, you and I would be. It behoove you and I. I said you and I to always look to him and find out what is the right way to do this, What is the right way to conduct my marriage? Raise my kids. treat my finances. Amen? And so the living Bible here in First Chronicles 15:13 says, because we handle the matter inappropriately. That's how it interprets that after the due order. We handled the matter inappropriately. And you know what you got to do to handle something inappropriately in the things of God? You don't, it's, it's a little like, uh, you know, if you want to get the right results out there in that garden of yours. Yeah. Does anybody on. even have gardens anymore? <laughs> yeah. But you got to do something to make yeah. it work right. Yeah. Yeah. But to get, grow a garden of weeds, you don't have to do anything. No, Right? And to handle something inappropriately, you don't have to meditate in the Word of God. You don't have to pray. You don't have to seek God. On, you just do it the way everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Most people are wrong. How many of you have learned yeah. that by now? Most people think wrong about most things.
1: True. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Some of you aren't shaking your head. Well, this morning, this is a news flash for you. Most people think wrong about most things. I was thinking a lot about, well, not a lot, but there was a day I was thinking a bit about how off the public schools are today. And really, I was thinking about how, I don't know the percentage exactly. Somebody maybe can tell me. uh, But I know it's probably over 70% of our congregation sends their children to a private school or schools them at home or something like that. Proud of you because your children somebody say well they need to be the light of the world god that's for adults you know what I'm talking about yeah come on somebody say amen that's not for 7 year olds that's right that's
1: right
0: and you need to put them in a place where they're not being trained in gender identity and how did we get here i'll tell you how we got here there's some things out of order They're your children, not the state's children to tell them things that are against your faith. And and you putting them in a place where for eight hours or whatever they're being trained against your beliefs, you better be stronger than you have ever been in any culture of the world because they're putting all kinds of stuff into your kids. And it's out of order because they're not the state's kids, they're your kids. They do not belong to the government. They do not belong to the society. They belong to God, and God gave them to you to train them. And that's order. Them saying they're theirs to train them in sexual identity or train them in some goofy thing, that's out of order. You get out of my child's life. And if you don't correct it, I'll take them to private school. I applaud many of you. You've done that. It's been, anyway, I don't know how I got on that. You made me do it. I'll just blame you. You made me do it, right? (laughs) So, but no, there's just, God has a way of doing things. They're like in raising children. You're not to turn them over to somebody else to teach them and train them. So... Let me read the Living Bible here again, 1 Chronicles 15, 13, because we handled the matter inappropriately. The Amplified says, because we did not seek Him in the way He ordained. So God has a way that He's ordained. God is very orderly. God has a way of doing everything He does. He's not haphazard. He's not disorganized about anything. In fact, He loves order. Amen. And He has a way, He wants things, He has a way that is right to Him. Somebody said, well, maybe it's not right to me. Well, guess what? If He's God and you're not, then He's right. And maybe you can finish that sentence, and I'm not. (laughs) Right? He has a way that's right to Him. He has things that He respects and things that He does not honor. He said so in His Word. Yeah. And uh, ministers, according to the Scriptures, are to teach people how to honor God by honoring what He honors, by telling them what is right and what is wrong in the eyes of God. And that's not being a hater. Come on. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. So He has a way that He works, and He has a way your life works. Everything in your life will work doing it His way. Amen. He has a way of doing things. He he has ways. You ever read that verse, Psalm 103, verse number 7? It says, He made known His ways unto Moses and His acts unto the children of Israel. Psalm 107, um, excuse me, Psalm 103, 7. He made known His ways. God has ways. And listen, you can get to know Him and get to know His ways just like you can get to know a person and know their ways. There are th- certain things I don't even have to ask Pastor Debbie anymore because I know her. Yeah. I know yeah. what she likes. I know what yes. she's not going to go for. I know how she's going to react in certain yes, situations. Yes, sir. If you're going to be a good employee, yeah. 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 she's not my employee, but I switched to employees here now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is my employee at church. But but, <laughs> but if you're going to be a good employee, find out the way your boss likes things done. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. I mean, everything in line, you can't do anything out of line of the yes, Word sir. of God, you understand, but... Y'all still with me? So, uh, you know, God has ways. He does things. And you can learn to know him. And you can get to know him. And, and as you get to know him, I've had this happen in my life where, where sometimes people come up and say, God said this and this and this to me. And I go, oh, I don't always say it, but I think inside, I know him. That's not God. He didn't say that. Come on, somebody. You, don't, don't, don't look at me that funny. you. Amen. And so uh, you know him, and uh, you know he doesn't go for things like that. So he's God of order. The natural world has order. There's rules that it follows and principles that things like science follows and, and so forth and so on, right? And that, those rules govern it. Things in nature are not haphazard. They're not chaotic. They were created to function a certain way. Right? Amen. 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 Um, And then in his original creation, God set up Adam and Eve and said, have dominion. Right? And he established order. He established who's in charge. He said, you're in charge. You're in dominion. And he said, uh, guard. He said, the King James says, says, keep the garden. They were to keep the garden. Amplified adds, guard the garden. Yes. And God said, Now let me set up some ground rules here. Don't eat of that tree over there, the knowledge of good and evil. That's Him establishing order, what is right and what is wrong. Do this, don't do that. Right? There still are right and wrong things today. Yeah, there's still right and wrong. One of the reasons our society is where it is, is because pre- preachers aren't anymore preaching right and wrong. That's right. So uh, the more you get to know God, the more organized you'll become, the more orderly your life will be, the less deranged your thoughts will be, and and, uh, the more life will look more like it was designed to look because, listen to this, disorder always brings dysfunction. We see a lot of dysfunction in our society today and even in too many Christians' lives is because something is not in order in line with the Word of God. So, um, you know, I can't tell you the number of people that have shared just horrific situations in their life with me, and I'm thinking... How did it get this way? And the Lord just has to uh, bring me around to it again and again. Maybe it's not malicious. Maybe it's just they don't know or something. But it's because something's out of line with yes, the Word sir. of God. Yes, it sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. wasn't created to function that way. And that's why it's not functioning because that's yes, not the way they're doing it. It's not yes, the way it's supposed to you know, created yeah. to function. Yes, so, um, you know, the more you get to know Him, the more your life will come into line with what He said in His Word. And then also the more it will look like what He said in His Word. Yeah. Days of heaven on earth. <laughs> That's what that looks like. You were asking me. I thought I'd tell you. Glory days of heaven on earth, heaven on earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the more you get to know him, the more things will come, come and look more like what his plan is. And uh, the more your life will take on order and and uh, how many of you know? In the Garden of Eden, there was order. There was God said, "Here's the way things are to work. Here's the way I want you to work. Here's what I don't want you to do. Here's what I want you to do." And uh, God made Adam and Eve, and He He even put order in the marriage, right? Uh, they were to guard the garden. What were they guarding them against? The garden against? I believe they were guarding it against uh, Satan getting in. They were guarding it against sin and uh, and and in, in getting out of order. Things getting out of order. So uh, by, by God giving them His Word, He set those things in order. Amen. He, put, he put His world in order. He put Adam's world in order and said, here's how to keep things in order. Do this. Don't do this. Right? And so, you know, if you, if you study order in the Bible... Uh, it's, a, it's a subject we're going to look at here this morning. You're going to find that there are things that God says are right and things that God says are wrong and things that He says, if you'll do this, you will guard yourself from dysfunction. Right. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I can't tell you the number of people who have come with horrific situations and needing help, and we're here for that. But they don't understand how things come back into function. They think it's a prayer. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. They generally have the idea that, and the knowledge that it's God that is their help. Yes, sir. But how that all works out, they don't understand how that all works out. They just think it's bebop into church. Somebody lays yeah. hands on me and it's bingo. It's all corrected. Yeah. And now it's going to be days of heaven on earth. On. Not, so. Not so, sweetie pie. I'd love if it was because I love you and I want to see God's best for you, but not so. Doesn't work that way. Amen. And so we try to explain to them what the process is of renewing their mind, aligning their life with the way God says things are to be conducted, whether it's raising their children, whatever it is. We we endeavor to get that. And, And some of them see it, some of them, many of them don't. Because uh, we're not looking for a band-aid on, a, you know, just a quick fix thing. We're looking for a long-term yes. life that goes from glory to glory and yeah. from faith to faith. Yes. And, uh, but, and, uh, and some of them, even, even if they do get a hold of it, uh, some of them, I can't tell you the number of people that quit mid-process. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Things started coming into order. Yeah. Yeah. They got a little excited and yeah. a little lazy. Come on, All right. All right. Come on somebody. I said a little excited and a little Absolutely. lazy, and no longer pressing into what's been producing that. Sleeping in on Sunday mornings, not going on. on Wednesday nights, getting, on. getting distracted.
1: Yes, sir.
0: And life goes back to chaos. Yeah. That's right. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's probably preaching to somebody behind us. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. God's divine order in the back row. I don't know who we're preaching to back there, but (laughs) God's divine plan is that we sit under the word because it's the word that brings things into order. In the original creation, uh, the Bible said the earth was, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. You look it up, it literally means helter-skelter, chaotic. God's not a God of chaos. He's not a God of confusion. Something happened there. Actually, the Greek word, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was, King James says. The Greek actually says, and in 20, I forget how many times in the book of Genesis, over 40 some times in the book of Genesis alone, that word translated there was, it's translated become. The earth became without form and void. Yes, sir, yeah, yeah. Amen. Something happened there. God didn't create it that way. But to bring his world back into order, what did he do? The Spirit of God's there. He's hovering over the earth. But what did he do? And God said, and God said, and God said, and God said. And, God said. and as, the, as the word was spoken, as the, as the word was spoken, then things came back into order. And that's what the local church is. The Word is spoken again, and the Word is spoken again the next service, and the Word is spoken again the next service. And as we sit under that, and, and align ourselves with that, renew our minds to that, life starts coming into order. What has been dysfunctional starts functioning. Woo! that's what the local church is. Amen. People say, I don't believe in organized Christianity. Well, do you believe in chaos? <laughs> do you believe in dysfunction? No. No. God set up things the way He said, here's how your life's going to come into order. Well, I can listen to it on, I can listen to the, the word on YouTube or whatever. Well, the, not, Jesus' life was in order. Anybody believe Jesus' life was in order? And on synagogue day, he went to the synagogue. As his custom was. As his custom was. Well, I'm preaching to the choir, so, you know, I'm not preaching that. But my point is, no, we've got to recognize that, that God's plan is the way that works. And not ever let that slip. Amen. Amen. So the natural world has order. The spirit world has order. There are systems that, that, that rule things and govern things. How many of you expect to go to heaven and it's just chaotic? Nobody knows who's in charge. Nobody knows, you know, and there's all sorts of litter on the streets and there's no purpose to that building over there. And over here's something that nobody, it's all disarranged. No, it's going to be orderly. Listen, the more we be, the more... <laughs> The more we renew our minds, the more orderly really our life is going to become. Oh, I might go ahead and meddle a little bit while I'm missing. Amen. The more neat your closet will be, the more neat your car will be, the more neat your sock drawer will be, the more neat your garage will be, because the more neat this will be. Well, that's a little meddling, but anyway. Now, let me just look at this word order here a little bit. Order has to do with how two or more things or people relate to one another. You you understand what I mean by that? Uh, The place each has in relation to the other. We talk about things like alphabetical order. What is that? A comes before B, right? Next is C, right? There's an order to the alphabet. And so if we, uh, if the alphabet has order and we ordered according to the alphabet, it's going to be according to A, B, C, so forth. But if something's out of order, yeah. it goes A, D, S, V, Q, yeah. you know, just, just weird. Yeah. That's not order. No, no, How does A relate to B? A comes before B. Yes, that's good. B comes after A. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so when it comes to order... How do we relate to? How do we relate to God? Where's His place in our life? Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I honor God, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't think much about His Word, what He said. Well, that is Him. Yes, it is. yes it is. That is Him. Yes. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So divine order. Is uh, has to do with how things relate to one another, or people relate to one. Another, or how do I relate to my spouse? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. What's my place? You, in every relationship, you should ask yourself the question: How does God see me? How, how is my? How does God see my relation to them? Yeah. That's good. Am I uh, the one to take the lead in this relationship, or am I the one to take to, to, to be the responsive one in this relationship? Amen. I know of homes that are out of order because the husband is passive and the wife is dominant. That's why things are messed up. Now, you always got people on the other side, some, some domineering dictator guy that's not walking in love with his wife, and he's out of order. We can't get into marriage this morning, although I sure would like to. My wife has taught me so much. <laughs> So you don't know whether to laugh this morning or to look forward and go, should we pray for him? You know. <laughs> Amen. Here's something that the Lord said to me on vacation. Divine order is not bondage. It's protection. Ooh, you need to write that down. Say that out loud. Divine order is not bondage. It's protection. Protection from what? Dysfunction. See, protection from dysfunction. That's good. What do you mean, dysfunction? Well, do you ever going up to a Coke machine and it said, out of order? <laughs> or an ATM machine? Yes, yeah. Out of order? Yeah. That just means you equate that to it's not working. Yeah. It's dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And here's another thing. You're not going to get out of me what you came here to get.
1: That's right.
0: right? And listen, in our society all around us, we see dysfunction. I saw a kid on the airplane on the way home yesterday. I was like, where is your mama? You are dysfunctional at the age of 10. That was quick. 10 years old, and you're out. You're, you're, you're messed up. Needs a mama. Needs a daddy. Needs order. Needs, needs somebody to, to set that order and, and talk to him what the Word of God says. Amen. Just preaching, like Doctor Fre- I mean Doctor Jacob says, just just saying, just saying, just talking here, just talking here. <laughs> so say that out loud. What I just said: divine order is not bondage. It is not bondage. So many people think order is bondage. No, it's freedom. It's protection. Amen. It's protection of. It's protection from dysfunction and it's protection of the blessing. I said, it's protection of the blessing. Whenever things got out of order in the garden, it was supposed to be from God to Adam and Eve. Yeah. Adam shared it with Eve. Yeah. And then against Satan. Satan reversed the order. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Eve took directions from Satan and brought it and did it and, and, yeah. and listened to Satan and yeah. brought it to her husband yeah. and they both rebelled against God. Right, come on. As soon as it switched the order... Dysfunction came now. There's the curse Now there's only fruit in labor. I mean only only be able to eat by the fruit of your sweat of your brow now there's uh, hardship Eve, uh, you know pain and childbearing now there's uh, You know uh, the curse and and and, and problems in the family. They had sibling rivalry and a murder within one generation Now they're out of fellowship with God. Yeah. Now they don't have the presence of God. Right. Now they're separated from God rather than... All because of one disorder. Yep. One disorder. Wow. You know, that's why we're in the mess we're in. I'm talking about society. Yep. 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 Yes, sir. Dysfunction. Yes, sir. Things are not working the way they're supposed to be working. Homes are not working. I mean, it's crazy the rate of divorce, the, the rate of split homes, the rate of single family... Homes. There's no condemnation. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Right. But we're not going to continue that dysfunction yeah. by continuing to be out of order. Amen. So divine order is not bondage. Right. Come on. That's a powerful statement. Yes, sir. It is freedom, really. It's protection. It's protection of the blessing. It's protection from dysfunction. Being in unity with an agreement with divine order protects the blessing. Amen. 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 Uh, the order of man. The, the Bible talks about the order of the spirit and the order of man. Man has a way he thinks is right. You ever read that verse? Yeah. Uh, there's a way that seems right to a man. Yeah. <laughs> but. Man's way or man's order of things is not just uh, man, another way of doing it. Right. It's enmity with God. How many of you know? You can be, in, or I could be, at enmity with God and not even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe it's not malicious. Because we're we're loving God, we want to serve Him, we want yeah. to keep on renewing our mind, yeah. but yet still be doing something in a way He doesn't. That's yes, not the sir. way He set it up to be yes, doing sir. it. Guess what? When we see it, that's when we go, Lord, Lord, forgive me. I see it. I see it. I'm going to make that change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You're, you're the real deal for sitting through a service like this. <clears throat> the order of man is another term for man's plans. Man has plans. Man has ways of doing things. And listen, we cannot bring down God's standards because culture around us as a general rule has this standard, so we say, well, that's our standard, too. No, that's never been our standard. Our standard is the Word of God. Come on. What did God say? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Especially, uh, rebellion is especially true whenever one has been informed of God's order and refuses to follow it. Right. Then it becomes rebellion. Amen. Amen. So really the blessings of God are manifested in a thing, whether it's our lives, our homes, our ministries, our marriages, whatever. It's manifested in a thing to the degree that it is set up and functioning according to the way, according to the way God said it's supposed to be set up and functioning. Amen. Did you get that? Yes. The blessings of God are by degree yes. based on how something is functioning, whether it's functioning according to the way God said it's supposed to function. You know, like when people, people say, man, I've just been in such debt, I've been in debt all my life, so forth and so on. Something's not functioning the way God said function. Either it's the lust of the flesh ruling over the witness of the spirit and just spending too much money or whatever. Do you realize the spirit man dominating the flesh and the mind is divine order? I'll see if they know that over here. When the flesh is ruling us, something's out of order. When the mind is just thinking the way it wants to think, that's out of order. The spirit man, by the Holy Spirit within us, leading us and making our decisions is, and, and ruling over the flesh and the mind, that's order. That's the right arrangement. That's the way things are supposed to work. So some people think, well, you know, I just need to, <clears throat> you know, I just need to g- give a big offering somewhere to some traveling preacher. And because uh, he said that everybody's going to, that gives in this offering is going to get out of debt within You know, uh, three months or something like that. Not if things are out of order in your life. That's why you need more than just a TV preacher. You need a pastor to tell you you're spending too much money. Doesn't make us popular, but it does. It does help. It does give us the answers. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) So. Uh, The blessings are able to be manifested according to how something is, uh, if if it's functioning, it's manifest to the degree it's functioning the way God said it's supposed to function. And so when these things are out of order, all sorts of problems take place. And prayer, rebuking the devil, things like that, that won't fix that problem. Only bringing life into order according to God's word will fix many things. Amen. 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 So, to honor God includes honoring His order. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, nobody said amen over here. Yeah. How many of you know, you and my flesh may not like it, but it's what's God, what God's order I'm talking about, but it's what's best for us. Yeah. Yeah. My mama used to spank me and said, I'm doing this because I love you. <clears throat> yeah. I, my mind and I thought, right. Yeah, right. But how many of you know it was true? She was helping me stay straight yes, to keep my life in order. Yes. And when I wasn't making right decisions, she helped me make my decisions. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mama. That's exactly right. But I didn't see it that way at time. My flesh didn't like that. But it was God's best for me. Amen. Praise God. So, but a lot of Christians haven't made the connection in their thinking. Uh, they're, they're struggling in an area of their life. Um, maybe they're, they're constantly sick. I, I'll tell you a testimony here. Somebody recently told us, or, or some area that just have, to, on and on, on and on. Now, I'm not just talking about an attack against your life for a few weeks or something. I'm talking about constantly yeah. <clears throat> struggling in an area of life. Yeah. <clears throat> Many people haven't made the connection between that and them have not yet agreed with God with God's order somewhere. amen Amen. it could be a number of different things a pastor's wife sweet dear friends of ours we rejoiced with her it was just a wonderful testimony she came to us and she said well actually her husband told me about it first of all he didn't give me a lot of details but I uh, later was around uh, her and uh I think think all four of us might have been there but she was uh his his her husband and my wife but um she was telling us, she said, I started getting sickly and, and just getting worse and worse. And it was serious stuff. The doctor, she was going to the doctor and the doctor said, this, this, is, this is dangerous. This is serious yeah, stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I could give you the details, but I don't want to get you know divulge too much. But she said, uh, it, was, it went on for a couple of years. And she's, believe in God. Yeah. 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 You see what I did? Yeah. Believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. Just going through the motions. Because this is the way we do. Well, if you're believing God, it doesn't take long. Now, I'm not criticizing anybody it's taking long. I'm just simply saying, believe God and seek God at the same time. Be open to anything He has to say to you. So she she got real serious. And she st- when I say real serious physically, I mean in her body. But then she got... She got to the place that's like, this is not going to turn out well. This is, even talk, this is even looking like death within a brief period of time here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody in her 40s, maybe. So they're on a ministry trip out in another place, and they're seeking God. And she got real serious. How I many of you know what I mean yes, when I say serious? Now, I'm talking about before God, I need an answer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lord, Lord, help me. And she sought God. And how many of you know when you feel like finally get serious, yeah. God will say, all right, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no use talking to us if we go, yeah, 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 I know, but, 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 but. Come on. No use. Come on. We got to be able to hear yeah. what he's actually saying. That's right. So she got real serious before God. She said, Lord, help me. And the Lord said, all right. And he said, here's, here's, you're not in line with my will here. You're, you're letting your husband do this and, and he would ask, he'll he ask you to help in the ministry here and you'll say, no, that's for you. I, I, I don't want to get involved. Yeah. And you just, you're just not, yeah. you're not taking your place. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. 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 And uh, you've been doing that for a while and start to catch up to you. Uh-huh. And the Lord ended up giving her six different things. Yeah. The last I talked to her, <laughs> yeah. six different yeah. things where her life, she was not fulfilling the will of God. She got, she got her answer. Wasn't what her flesh wanted, but it was her answer. Amen. How many of you know the Lord sometimes will share with your answer with you and it's not always complimentary? We all love when God says, good job, man, you are, you are the best thing after sliced bread. I'm telling you, you are awesome. Woo, look at you. We like that. But there's times he has to say, hey. You need to adjust this. And she heard it. She humbled herself. She said, Lord, Lord, I see it. Forgive me. I'm making those adjustments. <clears throat> she was, she recovered so quickly that doctors don't understand what changed. She went back to the doctor and it was gone. Everything had, everything had disappeared out of her body. God has answers. Real, real <laughs> answers. And a lot of times it's just get these areas of our life in order that we've been going blah, 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 blah. Come on. Nobody has to tell us what we're talking about. Yeah. Come on. Come on. When I preach this, you're not sitting there going, I wonder what Pastor Jay, no, you're sitting there going, I know what God's dealing with me about. Anybody know what God's dealing with you about right now? There's always something God's dealing with me about. Always something God's dealing with me. He's not dealing with you about something right now, it's because you're not listening. And that's dangerous. But a lot of Christians, I started out saying, they don't make the connection uh, in their thinking between they keep keep struggling over and over and over again and something's out of order. They don't make that connection. Go to Ephesians chapter number four, since you're all happy now. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter number four. He said, he gave some, this is verse 11 and 12. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Yeah. Now, this is the fivefold ministry we referred to. And he said, it, the first thing he said it's for is for the perfecting of the saints. Yeah. We know that means maturing. Yeah. We, we've, you know, many of us have looked that up and we all, maybe some Bibles even say that. But it's for the maturing. I've, I've seen the, the maturing side I don't know decades I understood that to mean maturing but one day I was prompted this is back probably 2000 I don't know 2010 or something maybe, maybe no it was before that actually 2005 maybe I was prompted to look that up just because you know I just want to look at it again see what it says the, the Greek word for perfecting so I looked it up and it does mean maturing but then it goes on to say right ordering <clears throat> harmonious arrangement and to render fit so the, let's read it that way. These fivefold ministry offices are given for the right ordering of the saints, yeah. Yeah. the harmonious arrangement of the saints. In other words, the fivefold ministry offices will help bring our life into order. Yes, And, and uh, harmonize, notice that word, harmonious arrangement, yeah. harmony is. Like it's like in an or- orchestra whenever they're playing and they're all in harmony, they're all flowing together. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. But you get there early whenever they're warming up. Yeah. Yeah. And the cello's over here going ja, na, 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 and over here's the trumpet going. Bah, 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 and there's no arrangement. There's no order. Yeah. It, it's not beautiful.
1: Right, right.
0: Come on. But the conductor gets up there, take that takes that stick and lifts up, and everybody starts playing. Woo! Yeah. Right? And that's the way you need to be looking at your life and going, Woo, yeah. Woo, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is heaven on earth. Oh, I'm I'm preaching to myself, I guess. This is the way I want to live. I want to live in order because there's function in order. The thing that, you know, I told that testimony about that pastor's wife. The thing that I I read, I, I hear stories like that or read testimonies like that and I see I, I am I am always amazed for two reasons. Number one, how I don't know, Lord help me say this. How this this is a pastor's wife. Yeah. She is serving God, loving God. by yeah. I mean all out. Yeah. Come on. Come on. No one would look at her and say, yeah. her life is not in order. Right, right.
1: Come
0: on. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Yeah. But before God there was something not in line. Yeah, that's
1: good. That's good.
0: Yeah. You understand what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, that's amazing to me. Yes, sir. You and I can dress up and come to church and look so good. I said you and I, and something's not aligned with heaven. Yes, sir. And it's creating issues. That's the thing that's amazing to me. The second thing that's amazing to me is how simple it is. To to actually have things start to function again. So things are the littlest adjustments. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo, yeah. glory. i tell you, God's good. All his goodness is just waiting to flood in on us. But we've got to be in line, we got to be under the spout where the blessings come out. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Amen. Praise be to God. So notice these fivefold ministry offices. They're for the ordering, the right ordering of, of the saints, for the harmonious arrangement. By the way, this, this pastor's wife's testimony was she got her answer sitting under her pastor. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. The thing that got her to begin to think along the right lines to, so that the Lord could give her her answer. Because the Lord gave her, her answer when she was off on a trip, but but she was sitting under her pastor, and her pastor started ministering on something, and she's sitting there going, ah, yeah, yeah. ah, ah, yeah. yeah. yeah, and that's where she started praying in on that. Yeah. Yeah, and the Lord said, "That's what I needed yeah. to talk to you about." God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. you realize our life's not supposed to be the freaky mess that everybody out there in the world has? Our life ought to be working. <laughs> yeah. Amen. 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 So, um, you know, these five-fold ministry offices are great, given to do this, bring our life in order. Now, it's not because of their, you know, whatever person, you know, uh, leadership skills or something like that. They do it with the Word of God. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean yes. by that. They're anointed. Somebody's anointed to help you. Yes. Amen. Somebody's anointed to help me. Yes. And the main way they help is by preaching what God tells them to preach and me being there Amen. to get what the, the Spirit yes. of God is saying Amen. through them. Yes. Amen. Amen. Function comes by being connected right. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. 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 And these things bring our life in order. God gave us two primary things to bring our life in order. Number one, the Word. Like I said, God said in the beginning, uh, His world was without form and void. That means helter-skelter, literally in the he- Hebrew. But his word was, world was out of order, but he, he sa- what he did to bring it back into order was he said. Yeah. He said. And so as we take what God says, and I'm not just talking about what he says about healing. What yeah. does he say about marriage? Yeah. Yeah. What does he say about raising children? Yeah. Come on. Listen, listen can, I be, can I be real kind and say the truth in love? Yes, children that don't turn out right, there was dysfunction in the home. Right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. I say it with love. But there was dysfunction in the home. Yeah, come on. Amen. Amen. And so uh, the, there's two things he gave us. Number one, the Word of God. And number two, the fivefold ministry offices. Go over to Titus 1, verse number five. My goodness. It's already getting time to quit. But uh, Paul, uh, Titus 1, this is another one of Paul's spiritual sons he's writing to. He said in verse number 5 for this cause left I thee in Crete that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee set in order the things that are wanting now that that that's a five fold ministry office to set things in order yes. now the bible says in 1 Corinthians 11 verse number 34 Paul said the rest Listen very carefully here, 1 Corinthians eleven thirty four. 34, the rest will I set in order when I come. Amen. Paul said, he's a, he's a minister, he said, I'm going to come there and set the rest in order when I come. Now, you, you, that's kind of, if you don't read the whole book of 1 Corinthians, you don't understand what he's saying. The Corinthians, according to 1 Corinthians 7, verse number 1, had written to him about some questions that they had. The Corinthian church was the most dysfunctional. Disorderly church that Paul had to work with. Yeah. They, they were a mess. Yeah. Yeah. They were not charismatics, they were charismaniacs. Come on. Yes, sir. All kinds of stuff yes, out of order. Yeah. Yeah. I said, all kinds of stuff. See, there's order for a local church, there's a divine plan for a local church. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This church had written to him, if you look at 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 7 1, he said, Now the things which, concerning the things which you have written unto me. The church had written somebody there had a little bit of a brain cell and said something's not working right here And so we're going to write to Paul and see what input he could give us to set some things in order here And so they wrote that and if you read the book of first Corinthians Paul went at, went at, he dealt with issue after issue after issue chapter number six uh, Paul wrote to them in chapter number six about legal issues and Saints going to law going to the courts with one another in chapter number seven he addressed uh, certain subjects. Chapter number five. Let me even back up chapter five. He addressed the man living with a, another woman with an open relationship. And they weren't even married. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was fine with it. Chapter number six, we addressed legal matters. Chapter number seven, he addressed marriage, divorce, and remarriage. Yeah. Chapter number eight, uh, he addressed offered things, matters of conscience and things offered to idols. Chapter number nine, he addressed the rights of ministers to receive... Uh, offerings, Chapter number 11, he addressed women and communion and head covering. Chapter number 12, he addressed the gifts of the Spirit. Chapter number 14, he addressed the conduct of corporate, the con- how to conduct con- corporate services and administrate utterance gifts because there was a disorder of the uh, administration of utterance gifts. Amen. And then he, did, he still wasn't done. He said, the rest I'll set in order whenever I get there. That church was a mess. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Amen. He wrote to the Colossians, <laughs> the Colossians church. I think it's chapter two. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But um, well, maybe I can find it on my notes here. Yeah, here. Colossians two, five. <clears throat> he said, I'm not with you in, in the flesh, but I'm with you in the spirit, joying. That means rejoicing yeah. and beholding your order yes. yeah. and the steadfastness of your yes. faith in Christ. Yeah. That church was in order. The Corinthian church was not. God gives, divine, God gives leadership to set things in order. And to resist that leadership is to resist divine order. Come on. That's what Christians are doing all over the body of Christ. Amen. God sends them, sends them somewhere, and they don't like something. So they say, well, bless God, this is America. I can do whatever I want, go wherever I want. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure, you can do whatever you want and be dysfunctional.
1: Yes, sir. That's right.
0: I'm not just preaching about this church. I'm not, talk- I'm not even thinking about this church. I'm thinking about other churches right now. If God sent somebody somewhere, that's where their life's going to come into order. And that's true about every God-ordained pastor, every leader in the body of Christ. God sent somebody there. And listen, if I, if I, you, you know, you can hear that and think I'm preaching that for myself. If I, if I go after their sheep, I'm out of order. Because God sent them there. He didn't give them to me. He sent them somewhere else. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I don't know if you, anybody really likes that or not, but that's the truth. God has a way. He has, he has order. He has, he has uh, order in the body of Christ. He has leadership that He sets up. And we would be wise to follow that and listen to that. Everybody still glad you came this morning? So these offices bring things into order. They bring our lives into order. They bring our lives into harmony with what God's plan is. And they render us fit and usable. So, well, bless God. God loves me no matter whether I go to church or not. Yeah, he loves you You're fit to you're saved you're fit, but you might not be fit to be usable You love your children, but they're not always usable <laughs> Right This is the truth about it. Don't, don't look at me and go, oh, He's talking against my kids. I'm talking about all kids. It's not, it's, you, you love them, but that doesn't mean they're usable. Yeah. 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 Go out there and mow the grass. Three years old. Go out there and mow the grass. You, he's not usable to mow the grass. Right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so God brings, a, hey, <laughs> go ahead and laugh so we'll know it's not your kids. Praise the Lord. Now, order comes as a result of spiritual growth. There's some things that no other way to bring things into order than just keep on growing spiritually. Just keep on growing spiritually. Just keep on growing spiritually. Amen. So they come into order by spiritual growth, renewing the mind, and, uh, and agreeing with God's word. Well, I don't agree with that. Okay? Free country. You can do what you want. But you know, whenever you have the dysfunction in your life, come back to us. We'll have your answer for you. Amen. Tell <laughs> you. It's tight today, but it's right. Everybody smile. Maybe I won't get so nasty about it. Anyway. People's lives don't come in order if they don't have a pastor. It's not because of his personality. It's not because of, because of his good looks, although those, are, those areas are covered here. <laughs> the Bible says, encourage yourself in the Lord, right? <laughs> but it's about the, the anointing on his life and the word that he has Amen. given, God has given him to preach. Amen. Can anybody look back in your life and say, my life has been brought into oh, order? Yeah. You know what that's called? That's yeah. called fruit. Yes. Amen. That's called fruit of the word of God. That's fruit from the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, If something, anything, isn't working in our life, something's out of order. I'm talking about ongoingly. I'm not talking about temporary. Satan can attack and, and something's not just, you know, clicking on all cylinders for a while and you get back on top of it. But I'm talking about just life ongoingly. Uh, something's out of order. And it might not be that you're malicious against the Word of God. You love God and you're seeking God. But um, you can go through the, just keep on going through the motions rather than getting real sincere and say, God, help me. Remember how I prayed whenever my finances, Debbie and I's finances weren't working all those years ago? I said, help. And he started renewing my mind. And and I didn't realize my thinking was so squirrely, so squirrely. You know what squirrely means? Just messed up. And so, uh, you know, God started bringing things into order. I don't mean we've arrived, but I'm talking about things working that didn't used to work. Well, that's because you're a preacher and preacher people give to you. Well, I was a preacher for a long time and people aren't doing anything. (laughs) Second of all, I know a lot of preachers ain't working for. Amen. Amen. Some of you need to hear that. Praise God has a divine order for your mind to work. That's why he tells us not to worry. Because yeah. worry is going to, worry is disorder. Amen. Yes. And it's going to bring dysfunction. Yeah. It can bring mental problems, emotional problems. Yes, it can yeah. even bring physical problems.
1: Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. So he tells us not to do that with our mind. He tells us uh, um, not to have worry, thought, you know, take worried thoughts yeah. because they'll bring dysfunction. A lot of emotional problems, a lot of people popping pills today is because of this. I'm not saying that's the only thing, but that, that can be, that's, that's a big issue here. What about the home? Want to hear this before we go? I've, I've had the Lord speak to me at times. I remember one time he said to me there, there, was, there was problems. The children weren't turning out right. And I'm praying for them and just, you know, mind my own business. I don't necessarily try to get into other people's business. Amen. I've had the Lord talk to me. I've, I've been watching TV before. The person's on there, and, and, uh, and uh, sometimes I don't ask for what he says to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I was listening, to a good Christian brother, and, and I was listening, and the Lord spoke to me about him. Yeah. I said, Lord, that's not my business. He said, I just made it your business. All right. I said, well, I don't speak into his life. He said, but there, here, here's where you do speak into somebody's life. Okay. Okay. You know, and so that, thing, that kind of thing happens sometimes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I'm my own business, and I'm, I'm just praying for this family. Love them dearly. But um, just kids weren't turning out right. Yeah. And so I'm just, you know, just pray, Lord, whatever needs to happen, you know, to strengthen the parents, whatever. And the Lord spoke to me one day, and I'll never forget it. He said, That home is out of order. All right. and then he said this, That woman is out of order. All right. Come on. <laughs> <Get> out. <laughs> yeah. Now, that doesn't mean all men are in order. I've seen a lot of men out of order. But he's just talking about this one particular home. And so in that case, the wife was dominating her husband, and her husband was weak and passive. And God would tell him to do something, and his wife didn't want to do it, so they'd go the way of the wife. Do you hear that holy hush in the church? Sometimes I hesitate to preach this way because you got these domineering men. They go, they leave the church. That's right. Bless God, my wife, she's going to do what I say. Well, you're out of order now. That's not what I'm talking about. The Bible says to husbands, love your wives. Doesn't it? In other words, you love them into uh, doing the right thing. Amen. But I'm just talking about this one particular situation. Listen to this statement the Lord gave me about it. You want to hear that? Yeah. Disorder comes when one tries to take a place that isn't given to them by God, or one or another fails to take the place that God has given to them. That's, that's where disorder comes from. Amen? Well, praise the Lord anyway. That's all true. Amen. Amen. Some people say, "I don't know if I want to go to a church like this." I mean, this is just oh, my goodness. I thought we were all under grace or something, you know. Praise the Lord. Me living right, I just thought. Come <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> Amen. Just reading people's thoughts. So um, there's 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 things that work and things that don't work. Yeah. God, God gave us His order because this is the way things work. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Strife is disorder in the home. The kids running the house and doing whatever they want and not honoring the parents' directions is disorder. The home that is dysfunctional is one where God's plan and order for, for that home has been Come disrupted. On. Come on. Well, my kids told me they don't like me whenever I I tell them what to do. Well, you're not to be their friend, you're their parent. Yes,
1: sir. That's right.
0: right. I, I heard a good story on vacation. Their, their kids were in public school, on social media, and hearing all these stupid ideas about gender identity and all these funny things fill in their heads. And so the parents said, we got to change. These are Christian parents. we got to change this. They took them out of the public school, started homeschooling, took away all their social media, Come on. took away all their phones and their tablets and everything. Come on. Come on. And, and uh, they said it was just in a few weeks things started changing. But at first, the kids said, I, I, I hate you, I'll never talk to you for the rest of my life so forth and so on, and now they're happier kids than they ever were.
1: Exactly. Yes, sir. Come on. Loving their parents. Yes, yes. Come on.
0: Why? Because they, yes. the parents put the big boy pants on, parents. Yes. on. Say this is the way it's gonna be in our house. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Stand to your feet with me. Hallelujah. If you can shout this morning, you're the real deal. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, they might be, but the parents are spoiling my fun. My parents are spoiling my fun. You don't know what fun is. Dysfunction is not fun. But they, they didn't take them out of the world or out of the no. church. No, they didn't take them out of the church. Right. Some people think that they need to guard them from all the church from everything in the world right. and then just keep them at home and they get dysfunctional right. that way. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly right. No, I know what you were saying. Yeah. But some people take it to the extreme yeah. on the other side of the road right. and Yeah, and they can't even, they don't even take them they to They don't even have, children don't even have any friends. They won't even take them to children. Good, yeah, good friends. Yeah. Yeah. So the children turn out wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yes, Your children need interaction with other children, especially godly children. Children are raised in a godly home. They need to develop socially, mentally. And listen, the age comes, they need to get out of the house and get a job. Or they're not going to be functional. Well, I love them too much. I need to keep them close. You don't know what love is. Amen. Praise the Lord. And there might be an age you say, you ain't living under my roof no more. You go out and get your own house. Well, I don't have any money. Well, then you go get a job. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. Pastor's home. Pastor's home. (laughs) Amen. I mean, all the disorder that got into the earth because not following instructions in the Garden of Eden. that's That's like, I read that and I go, whoa. Ah, I'm 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 interested in divine order. Uh, This dysfunction stuff doesn't work. It's expensive. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Hallelujah. There's still right and wrong. That's something God dealt with me in in, on vacation. I get up here. You're standing up. There's still such things as right and wrong according to God's word. There's there's and, and I think the church has, our society is, a, what's going on in our society right now? It's the f- reflection of the church. The church is just preaching grace and not preaching right and wrong anymore. Amen. That's why I was addressing, you know, your public schools teaching your children wrong things. You, you are responsible to not let that happen in your child's life. And let me say something to the kids. I don't know if there's many kids in here. But if your teachers have give you the idea that you can uh, take your parents to the school and tell off on your parents on. because the, your rules in the house, so that you can take 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 that report back to the uh, you know the school and everything, you are out of order. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. How about you tell your mom and dad what they did at school rather than the other way around? Can you see that? What happened in the garden? The order reversed it was supposed to be from God to Adam to Eve, but it was from Satan to Eve. It went reverse. Can you see that? And that's where dysfunction got in? Children, you, you, you need to recognize who the authority is in your life. The school teachers have a place of authority, but not over your parents. What your parents are teaching you, that's that's the that's the they're, 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 God gave you to your parents to train you up, not the school system to train you up. Thank you. You're welcome, parents. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We're not trying to be isolated from the world. But can you understand what I meant whenever I said your children are not responsible to evangelize the school at six years old, five years old. And they're, to be, they're in the intake stage. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The thing about a service like this, there's probably always things left unsaid that should have been said that could confuse people, but just hear the heart of it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? If you're sending them to Christian school, you know, if that's the way the Lord led you, then you got to follow that, but but be sure that you're getting finding out what they're teaching in that school. Because it used to be just in the colleges. Now it's down in grade school. And they got perverted sex education in the, in the fifth grade or the f- lower than that. All this stuff. And you're responsible parents to not let that get into your children. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for the right order of things. Lord strengthen parents in this house this morning those that recognize some changes they need to make maybe you've dealt with them in this service right now today you've shown them changes they need to make strengthen them to take those steps father those children their heritage of the Lord you've given those children to them to bring them up in the way they should go father we ask you for boldness and strength that the parents might do the right thing in the name of Jesus father we'll give you all the praise because oh my goodness. A child left to himself brings his mother to shame. But but a good, correcting, uh, loving parent will cause that child to uh, please their parent and bless them all the days of their life. Hallelujah. We thank you for the strength in every parent's life to do the right thing. In Jesus' name. Say it out loud. I take that for myself. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you started a little late, maybe, maybe your children are 10, 12, 15, you know something, and you're starting a little late. Well, you're still, you still got to do what you know you got to do. If you start a little late, you might get a little pushback. But be the parent. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time uh, Dr. Jacobs called Dr. Brother Hagin, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Dr. He, uh, Dr. Dufresne about some things going on in his church. And they're on the phone Dr. Jacobs was telling him, and uh, he said, Dr. Jake, I mean, uh, Dr. Dufresne, what what do you think about that? And he said, he heard Dr. Dufresne scream on the other end of the line. He said, be the pastor, click, and he heard the click. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. And that's what I'm saying to you parents, be the parent. Be the parent. Amen. Amen. So many of you have done the right thing and I'm so blessed by it. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise Praise the Lord. Say this over your children, my children children are the heritage of the Lord. Lord. God gave them to me me to to train them up in the way they should go. Thank you, you gave me a promise. When I have that area of training in divine order by the Spirit, I have, a I have a promise when they're old they'll not depart from it when old, not depart. Hallelujah. hallelujah and listen they might not be ready I'm thinking of a pastor Debbie and I were talking about this on vacation we're thinking of a parent right here They're probably looking at me I haven't looked at to see if we're here today but um, uh, They got their child grew up came out of high school And was going to go on to college and really in a lot of respects the college they're going to go to wasn't a bad college But but uh, the parent had a check no don't 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 let them go Don't let them go. They're not ready. And Pastor Debbie and I were talking about on vacation. Because right now their life, this child's life is thriving. They met the right one. I mean, they're they're getting all sorts of financial increase on their job. Things are going great for them. Pastor Debbie and I were talking about we're so thankful that mother had the boldness. And the dad too. But in this case, the mother, because of the situation, um, said, said, no, you're not going to school. You stay here at least two more years. You know, a lot of kids grow a lot from 18 to 20. They mature a lot, and they start developing their own thinking, and rather than rather than just open to anybody else's thinking, and so they stayed, and and, and they ended up meeting the right one, and didn't want to go to school, and now their life is on track. I'm not saying that schooling's not always right. There's there's a place for schooling, but can I just say this? Some cases maybe a community college would be a better idea than living with these kids that are in the world with all these goofy ideas where they just teach the main thing in the school and not all this perversion. Come on. I don't know why I'm on this this morning, but somebody's getting some help. Amen. Hallelujah. I wonder if it would be an interesting thing in heaven to see what some of you as families miss because you obeyed that prompting to put them in the right school. You know, Christian schools aren't perfect either. I was in a Christian school and I was the leader of the rebellion in the school. You know what I'm talking about? But God was able to get to me there too. That's also where he got a hold of me. Amen. Hallelujah.